you buy it in volumes, not seasons, and each volume exactly. is only like six episodes, and you're still paying like twenty bucks for it. I'm like, the shit <laughs> is this? Oh, just wait, it's coming. Uh, we're officially uh, recording, so whenever anybody's ready. <laughs> oh, well, you're the one who does the intro. Yeah, I know, but I have to wait for you guys to shut the hell up. Yeah. I was going to go that route, but yeah. Like, so when you put it that way, it's exactly yeah. how she feels. It's just actually what she means. <laughs> you know what's not helping is this bit right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So we're, we've agreed it's Alsace? Question yes. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Do the three, two. Alsace is a region in France. Or is it Germany? It's on the border of the two, so I assume there's never been any dispute about that. Is this a French wine with German influences or a German wine disguised as French? I doubt we'll have an answer to that, but I'm sure we'll learn something along the way. And I'm also sure we'll have a drink. Welcome to Have a Drink, the show about what you drink. <laughs> oh my god. Where you, the show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brent Lee Walker. I'm Justin Fraser. I'm Christopher Walker. I'm Casey Price. That's what <laughs> happens when you before. think you don't need to read the... I'm Ron Burgundy. Untrue. <laughs> Gotta read that every time. Doesn't can't. matter how long you think you know. Oh no, it doesn't matter how many years you've been doing this. You can't wing it. Mm-mm. You can't uh, Bill O'Reilly it and do it live. No. This is why, this is just like the thing with this more, oddly enough, it reminded me from a Mickey Mouse episode that we were watching on like Mixed Up Adventures. Like something happened where like Pete's like scooping something or, or adding hot sauce to something and somebody says a different number. So he, he starts his count over again, not thinking about it. And then he starts the count over again. And I was like, this is, this is literally me in any recipe that exists on earth. No, when it's, it's me, like four scoops of, and I'm like, oh god, it's me <laughs> scooping coffee, and then suddenly I'm three sitting, scoops in, you're like, yeah, what? I'll, I'll lose track of how much I've put in there, and I'm like, well, I guess we're making four pots of coffee out of this. I don't know. <laughs> One, Hope for the best. Two, three. What? Two, three. Two, <laughs> two, three. That is me every yeah, time. Yeah, I'm just like, well, I guess we're gonna be time travelers in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this this much coffee in there, just <laughs> cramming it into the thing, going just fit. Well, it's no. The bad part is I put I put like way too many grounds in there, and then I'm like, well, I don't have enough time to drink, you know, more than like two cups of coffee in the morning. So this is all going to be for two cups of coffee. And I'm like, 
We're going to get going. <laughs> going to get some stuff done like a cokehead in the morning. <laughs> I've done it to the point of taking like two tumblers like two, or two, you know, thermos things at once. To work. Oh, I'm well aware. You leave a collection of them. Shut up. <laughs> you should see her Welcome car. Welcome to have a domestic. Yeah, look, in her car midweek, it's just like all these half drink. They're not half drink. It's it's the second refill. Thank you. I was gonna say they're not half drunk. They're one third drunk. They're two thirds <laughs> drunk. Indeed. Uh, how's everybody doing? Other than apparently having our our new airing of grievances section. <laughs> Got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear about them. <laughs> Did we even introduce ourselves? I don't remember anything anymore. Yes. Yes. Too caught up on effing up my situation there. Yeah, we, we, we finished it up, and then you, you reread that start. Like, we, we did not pause and let you, yeah, you no, know, that's... cut this out and put it back in. No, we no, just no, no, bombed no. the hell out of this. Just... No, that's how, that's how this goes. It's fine. We came in and carpet bombed the intro. Like, no, there's no saving <laughs> this thing. Oh, and here we are. Uh, yeah. How's everybody been? Everybody been up to anything fun, exciting? Uh, in our household, uh, we got to see you last weekend. Devil, you say? Yeah. We Actually, to... wasn't even. So last weekend <laughs> was it Monday? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, we saw you last weekend <laughs> and Monday. Twice. Bob's like, what? But on the weekend, no, it was. <laughs> we all got to. Go out right. and we had brunch Saturday, and then we did. You were here Monday to babysit, and be reminded. Saturday was very busy. Well, I imagine for us it was less busy than for you. For us, it was a oh, here's a nice brunch and a break, and and a lot of money later. Oh my god, I'm just like <sighs> delicious, and you know, like I still love that place beyond words. However, it's $130 (laughs) to go out to brunch, and our kid didn't even eat anything. We brought he had a chocolate milk. (laughs) That's that's what he had had like a $40 chocolate milk or something. (laughs) I'm just so I was like, You got a cocktail, and I got one beer. How is it this much? (laughs) And we got an appetizer Uh, and two entrees. But we were reminded of how absolutely ridiculously delicious delirium is. Oh, it's been so long. Yeah. And I, I looked down, I saw the price of the beer, and I went, I'm you don't I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Bring me that beer. <laughs> so we went to Taste uh, of Belgium in Cincinnati, and it that was great. Chris uh says, Oh, we only have one cocktail, one beer, but that one beer is utopia. So um, <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, uh, if you find it on draft, I'm pretty sure the only place you can is the Sam Adams tap room here. To be fair, my cocktail had Woodford in it, so my my girlfriend picked up tickets for us at uh, the to go to a museum uh, exhibit after after we had lunch with you guys. Oh, and uh, uh, I'll get to that in a minute. But oh, it's like I thought you were at the uh, zoo. God, you guys were busy. Yeah, <laughs> very busy. Uh, but and- we. The tickets for that because we went to a Pompeii exhibit. Oh, you oh. went to it. Oh, yeah. So we we went to that, and the tickets for that was like fifty some dollars with parking. She grabbed that, and I looked at our. I was thinking back to the bill that I got, and I was like, "You know what? If I take off the cost of the beer, we both essentially split the cost of the day." (laughs) So, um, a quick like inside baseball on going to the museum center. If you if I had known, I would have said just eat there. 
because they actually have mm. some like good oh food. yeah because they have so, the like, Montgomery Inn there's sandwiches like a, and stuff there's a cafeteria and it's I love everything about that museum center because it's all I've, Art Deco and yeah, if you go to the cafeteria I, it's like going to a cafeteria via the 1920s. And you walk in there, you're like, am I in Gotham? Because it's amazing. <laughs> it does look like this. It's pretty great. I walked in, I just went like. Then you're definitely not in Gotham if it's amazing. Well. <laughs> she kept, uh, uh, I kept being, I kept getting a lot of eye rolls because we'd look around, I'd look, I'd stop and just go, meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. You can't not do that. Though. And it's so much, it's going to get even worse because it's been confirmed through uh, approved tax breaks that they will be filming the new Superman movie here. Parts of it, nice. so they are going to be introducing the Justice League. Like the Halls of Justice will be because what shown. are you doing? Like, and so that's when everyone's already like going nuts because they're like, "Oh crap!" That means James Gunn's going to be in town. Well, I think they used some of that uh, on the uh, in the, like on the Flash TV show yeah. on the CW shows. Yeah, they used the exterior of it, and I was telling that uh, at, to my girlfriend, and she just went, "No, that's not." This is that building? It's like, yeah, they put like they use the exterior and then put it into like a different lot. Did like a couple of little touch ups and then just went, How how did I not know this? From the beginning, like it the halls of justice were modeled on mm-hmm. Union Terminal. Yep. Because it like, it's gorgeous. And I that, still want to get yeah. passes to that one day. Like it's just I really wish we would been able to see the Lego thing when it was there. Yeah. If it, cool. yeah. Uh, anyway, you guys talking about beer stuff. Uh, I, I was up a couple of times. It was fun. I, you had a beer drop off at least. Yeah, we'll be getting to that uh, <laughs> later this episode. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I thought that's what you poured, and I was like, that doesn't look great. And I kept drinking, and I was like, this doesn't seem like the Baba at all. We're, and it's, we're drinking it's not, gift beers out. because apparently <laughs> I don't purchase alcohol anymore. It all gets brought to me. Hey, that's the dream. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was we we had a nice visit from uh, the Bob, and that's yeah, uh, it's good. cute to hear Emmett uh, saying Uncle Bob, and I just keep having flashbacks to Terminator Two. One <laughs> one day, I realized this uh, afterwards. Uh, uh, one day, Emmett is going to have a very confusing conversation when we explain that not only am I not biologically related to him, but also my name's not Bob. Then I he mean, has to hear one it. thing at a time. Okay, let's. <laughs> then he has to be told the story of why. <laughs> it's gonna, just like he's just going to stare at, going, "Has everything about you a lie? It's all a lie." That's everyone, though. Anyone who meets you, and we all call you Bob, and then someone hears you called Justin, they're like, "Wait, <laughs> what's his name?" Yeah. Uh, yeah, I. I I have other friends who have known me like for a few years now, and I've had to that, that's popped up, and they're just like, "How? How long did has this lasted? In mass circulation, <laughs> uh, high school through college, the lingering effects the rest of my life." Yep. But I guess uh, I don't know what what of our time recently has not been focused with Bob. Oh yeah, the time we were with Casey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We haven't recorded since the birthday. Party. No, we haven't. No, because again, they, they, we recorded we're just monthly. before. Yeah, I don't know. When we're monthly now. Uh, we we had all of our kids thrown into a bouncy castle, and it's airbags for children. Yeah, who <laughs> survived? Yeah, Thunderdome. 
Yeah. Uh, we, we throw all of our kids and let them fight it out. I wish there were like the pugil sticks <laughs> around. <laughs> oh, if we're going to do that, you need to let me like build up like some foam, uh, like jousting pillars. There's a place. Yeah, absolutely. Here. Do some American gladiators for these kids. Oh, for sure. You know sure. how much I would have loved that at their age? There are places like been- that up here where they're just like, no, you can just let your kids American gladiator this. Oh heck yeah! When, where where do I get to stand up and fire tennis balls at them? I want to be the one. I will put on the embarrassingly tight spandex and get up there. <laughs> I will hand that <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, we let the kids scream it out and whine it out. Where our child just like climbed to the top of the slide and got upset because he couldn't boss the other kids around. It's like, no, honey, they think for themselves now. Um, that's oh. not going to work anymore. And then he just goes and pouts. It's like, sorry. Nice lesson. Man, that's a, that's what I hate about him being an only child. And that's like, before having children, we're like, oh, we want multiple children, so this doesn't happen. And then here we were in the position of like, yeah, multiple children's not really going to be a thing. And it's like, well, damn it. <laughs> He'd... Uh need to uh, spend more time together and, and uh, they'll, they'll be bossed around in the future. I'm sure they'll take it. Uh, but yeah. Um, other than that, and we were, we've been playing the, the Pokey, say it's been, it's just been Pokemon. Pokemon goes this weekend. That's been our mental health break. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> we take I have no idea. What what is going on with the Pokemans right now? Like, there's just so many. Uh, I don't know. I just I just wish there was one game that released every two years or so, and I could catch them all and we move on. But there's twenty Pokemon billion. Go, well, we don't do. I mean, it's Pokemon Go specifically. Yeah, I know. Like, That's so it, the Pokemon Go is like all of them rolled into one AR nightmare. I still have to play this, but it's, yeah. it's a condensed version. It's like someone took a funnel to all the other Pokemon games. They're like, look. We're going to keep all the gameplay the same, but we're going to funnel all the Pokemon in a digestible format and slowly feed them to you. Not all at once. They're like, you'll never have more than like 20 or 30 available. That's what I don't like. Yeah. So it's. You say that. If you you say that until (laughs) you're like, holy crap, I can't find the 20 or 30. (laughs) You're like, I can't find all these fuckers. Then they give you shiny ones of everything. And- oh, then you gotta get shiny ones. Then you gotta get the different region variants of some of them. And you're like, oh I, my god! I I hooked my roommate into Pokemon a few years ago, and he's caught them all. He has. Oh, that's cute. No, he hasn't. No, no, he has. He has like not in Pokemon Go. Uh, I don't think he maybe has them all in Pokemon Go. He does have multiple accounts of Pokemon Go, so he can trade to himself and to others. And I saw people like that tracks. today. There was a dude who was playing on his iPad and his phone, and like he's raiding on both at the same time. And I'm just like, this yeah. is stupid. But on like his Switch and on his like Pokemon Home, where he stores all of his Pokemon, mm-hmm. he's got all of them. So that's the, uh, I just feel like that's never going to be a th- like there's going to be a thing that happens where like it, I mean they it, just it released stopped. that weird steal soul stealing matcha one. They they stopped doing that um 
having like an ability like a post game to get all of them a couple generations back, but they've allowed you to import your yeah. previous things for a couple times. So you can theoretically have them all. He's so we I have to mix. go back. This was it this Halloween no, it was last Halloween introduced into the regular Pokemon games was Machageist. And it was it's a ghost Pokemon that was born out of misprepared matcha tea. And it, because and, Japan. And it exacts its revenge by coming back on Halloween and stealing the souls who have wronged matcha tea. Well, the the tea ceremony or whatever, because it was like yeah. a chipped cup and it's like a yeah, they, that's where the Pokemon was born from the chipped cup during the ceremony. And it was like, oh, oh damn. that one. <laughs> yeah, I got like six of those. What? No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's the one you got to turn upside down to see if it's a true one. In the uh, uh, in the one of the most recent like big games. <laughs> see, I can't play the, the actual games anymore. I was going to. Uh, I thought about it after I got up there, but I should have brought when I was helping uh, babysit Emmett uh, to bring uh i have let's go eevee oh yeah and i th- I feel like he would have enjoyed uh, maybe. i wanted it's hard to say because i wanted to do those he's because so weird about it they like you can import your pokemon from pokemon go into that and your pokemon from that into pokemon go because mm-hmm. it's let's go eevee yeah and let's and, go pikachu and it's like all part of the same thing and catching is the is pretty much the same thing just with the wiimote and uh, with a switch controller, so you're. That feels more infuriating. When I like, I spent all today in front of a group of like twenty people, like Happy Gilmore, screaming at my phone, going, "Get your home! Don't you want to go home? Answer me!" Yeah, uh, <clears throat> but hmm. Uh, okay, so, yeah, that's... trying to figure out the segue, huh, Bob? Well, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so all of our to-dos, except for Pokemon, have had to do with you two. And next week, it will be the same, because we will all be coming back together to go to a concert. Because yeah. next weekend is Dropkick Murphys. Crap. Yes, it is. And Pennywise. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm still just like, I, I feel kind of bad, because a lot of people had been like, oh, I'm, I got tickets, and we're going to that. And then I'm like, have you, have you actually looked at all these bands? Do you know what you just bought into and then they find like i showed them and they finally like investigated and they're like yeah we're not going now <laughs> and i'm like i was like i'm not trying to like rain on parades i'm just trying to expose this before you go and have a real bad time yeah it's like because i don't want that for you yeah uh no i'm looking forward to that uh i i've i've made my my preparatory uh 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 uh, uh, concert playlist that kind of <laughs> kind of became my cleaning playlist, mm-hmm. and I really hope that what you found is true because I'm like, no, I want these covers. Yeah, some of those covers are going to be. Yeah. I know they're going to do Pogues covers though. I was like, there's no way they've got to. They've got to do some of them, especially with you know the recent passing of, yeah. of Shane McGowan. That's I'm like, that's why they'll do it. Like yeah. just a big hey, we uh, this whole Celtic punk thing we owe it to the pogues the you know at, which is which is funny because like shane mcgowan if you watch videos of him getting to perform with like the dubliners he is like just so pumped just to be on stage with these guys because he's like these these guys are amazing and then like, they were his heroes 
And, and now at his funeral, they were performing his huge hit. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, God, that's still like, I'm so mad. I shared that on Facebook and no one like did anything. And I'm like, I can't watch it without, I'm just like bawling, like snot pouring out of my nose. Because like, <laughs> like everybody just like when the song, when the tempo hits and it picks up, every, like people get up and are dancing at his funeral. And you're just like, oh, God, you're like, this there. is. It's how you do. It's like, this is an Irish wake. Like, everyone jokes about it being at a bar. It's like, this is what it is, like a true celebration of the man's yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that was yeah. our... That's our, our, our Shane McGowan tangent. Yeah. You should love it. Uh, you should. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, I will say I headed out to... Uh, well, I think we mentioned I headed out to you guys. The The... The Saturday I saw you guys, we went to the zoo in the morning to see the penguin parade. Went to, uh, did a quick little sightsee of some of the zoo. Went to brunch with you guys, then went to the Pompeii exhibit, which was real fun. Uh, which they're like, would you like to have a guided, like, audio tour for this? Like, you just download this thing, uh, you know, download this code. And I just looked, I was like, do I not look like someone who knows? Way too much about Roman history. I'm okay. good. Did, did the joke ever come into play where it's like, no, I've already thought about Rome like five times today before this became part of my day. No, but I, I was half tempted to look at someone and just go, dude, pull the Ron Swanson of, I know more than you. <laughs> I'll do the audio tour. I just, that's what happened because Chelsea is there going like, wait, they had tweezers and like a, cast iron skillet I'm like yeah rome is a lot more advanced than you're willing to give it credit for you're thinking of them as like cavemen or morons they weren't they were they were just a, assholes a, well, i mean you're not wrong you're not wrong uh they they love to create a wasteland and call it peace uh, <laughs> yeah when there's yeah. no one left alive to fight yeah you, you have peace your your borders are secure then uh they're the they're like the definition of the whole the thing from Game of Thrones when he's like some people want to see the world burn and be just to be king of the ashes or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they uh, uh, but it's still it was like super neat. It was a cool cool experience. And then we went back to the zoo for the night hike. Oh, uh, so you had to like kind of do a tour. And we had like a little animal encounter, and they brought out a uh, Brazilian. Uh, uh, Armadillo. Oh. And it just sort of ran around in the room. And then they <laughs> brought in a uh, apparently that that thing runs on its claws because it's a burrower and it can't burrow through carpet and you know <laughs> concrete. So it's just to see it just go. And then we also saw a tawny frogged mouth owl. Sure. Some kind of bird. Uh but apparently, if it gets if it had gotten freaked out, it would have stretched itself out, tamped down its feathers, and looked like a tree branch. Sure, dude, sure. animals are crazy. It's it, it's like we we're like, does it really? And then my girlfriend pulls it up on her phone and just goes, "That's what it looks like." And we just went, "Holy crap! That looks just like a tree branch." She okay. just done the fainting goat thing, and someone like clap really loud, and go <laughs> bah! and then it'd be like, "Oh, tree branch!" Someone was holding it. I did not oh. want it oh. to freak out. Yeah. So it's when I sneeze. Yeah, pierce an artery, and then they're like, oh, this person's going to die. Yeah. 
Because it but, is a bird of prey. <laughs> but it was a fun, uh, uh, fun day, but I was very tired the following day. Uh, we also, uh, uh, I went last night uh, uh, to Void Saki. I know everyone's shocked, but they're opening up a new tap room. Uh, it's okay because it's a different address, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's like sort of like the the well, I wouldn't even call it like a soft open because the place was packed. Uh, but they you ought to see them hard. <laughs> <laughs> Your yeah. turgid opening. I'm here for the hard open. Yeah, uh, but it was a it was a fun. Uh, fun night. Uh, they, it, it's a great new place for it. Uh, I did also laugh. It was the only place I've seen in the last two months in Lexington that's uh, health code inspection was a perfect 100. Wow. Is... Everywhere else I've seen has been lower. <laughs> <laughs> and I just keep walking and going, is no one else mildly alarmed these numbers aren't higher? Why is everyone kind of cool with this? Well, I mean, I guess it comes down to, I can't even say it's like, oh, it's taking pride in your product. It's just like, no, I mean, sometimes you can't help it. Yeah, and like, you know, sometimes you just, you get a bad inspector. I, I get... And it's brand again, new, like when when you just come into a blank slate. It's going to be perfectly clean, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was just sort of funny though. It was just like the thought in my head of like, how, how is it everyone? Uh, but it was a, uh, uh, it was a good night. They had uh, had some jazz saxophone quartet playing, uh, nice. which uh, <laughs> uh, my friends uh, who were with me uh, were were like band people and music people, and did not appreciate that I referred to uh, the soprano saxophone as a uh, clarinet. The uh, alto sex as a, a baby sex, the uh, tenor sex as a proper saxophone, and uh, uh, the uh, <clears throat> baritone sex as a, uh, uh, a scrap metal sex. But all the tenor players would have just nodded with you and agreed, <laughs> yes, it is the only proper uh, one of my friends went, oh, no, that's, uh, 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 what's it he called it? Uh, 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 straight and, uh, straight and narrow, uh, uh, saxophone, root and tootin, and, uh, and big boy. Root and tootin. <laughs> oh, God. The soul tracks. Yeah. And so. this just takes me back to a meme I saw recently. That this is kind of an aside. Uh, it goes back to it's like all uh, elder punks either live to see themselves. Uh, it showed, showed like a set of stairs, and there was one going down and one going up, and the one going down it was like go all elder punks either go to like the hardcore where everyone just is like punches each other in the face in someone's basement. <laughs> Or they go to the uh, improv jazz side of things. <laughs> that's mm. what I was like, this is not wrong. <laughs> this is uh. like, because my mornings are now filled with jazz. Because I'm just like, I need a calm morning. So now I'm just like looking for YouTube channels that are like cafe jazz. And 
I'm like, give me a rustic setting with a fireplace and some jazz. And I'm just like, can I just sit there drinking my coffee? Like, ah, <laughs> need a, you need a, a Ron Swanson, a Duke Silver album. Yes. It's like all up in my jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Have we gotten to Casey yet nope. at all? Okay. Nope. We're, we're, still we're, we're getting ready to transition there. That's that's Duke I'm Silver good. is your transition, Casey. Just checking in. That's all. I'm good. No, I'll take a, a Duke Silver. <laughs> that sounds like a cigarette, also. Ooh. Mm. I was not going to suggest cigarette. I'm sure you. But <laughs> we've met. Mm-hmm. Although now I'm picturing like a Duke Silver, like a Paul Mall or a or something. <laughs> Don't insult Duke Silver like that. Parliament. That's Parliament. That's the yeah. other one I was thinking of. For when you need a little bump of cocaine when you're smoking. Yeah. Uh, such a weird cigarette. <laughs> uh, anyway, Casey, what have you been up to? Um, Converting old oh, yeah. movies, home movies, into mm. like real digital, you know, <laughs> able to save these. Uh how uh, we we ran into we had started converting a bunch of mine uh, my family's a while back and and uh, not all of them got done but just enough to DVDs so I could be embarrassed when uh, people came over to visit. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. I'm like, like let's just let's just go cloud. You know, ten years mm-hmm. from now, a DVD you're going to be hard pressed to find a DVD player potentially, and so. Yeah. Um, just like it's hard pressed to find a VHS player, and so I mean, we still have them, but you do not in the apartment, but at my parents' house. I mean, I'll buy it. I'm, I'm in. I'm in the market right now for a bunch of them, um, just because I'm. I'm kind of like let's let's just start up a whole converting convoy here. Well, remember uh, there are services uh, that'll do it for you. Remember yeah, the teacher expensive as heck. Remember the teacher I worked for uh, in college for the music appreciation class. And I had to roll out a, a Betamax yes. to show videos. And I had to look at him and go, you understand this belongs in the museum. I don't mean that <laughs> as a joke. This legitimately belongs in a museum. So does any, we are of the age. That was, and that was like a decade plus ago. We are of the age. I can remember in middle school, them breaking out the laser disc player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy God! Does anyone remember those laser bad discs. boys when they brought? I think those I'd still up? use a laser disc. Oh, those those was, science so, science class videos—they just bring them out and just like set that thing up. Like, all right, videos up. Time for the next disc. So, kids, ask your parents about the laser disc, but don't because it was literally a double-sided CD bigger than a record, like larger <laughs> than a vinyl record. You've got and, to explain what the record is. So no, no, those are no. those are at least back in style. Though, yeah, you know? those are back in style. Um, they can get Taylor drop- Swift on vinyl. It's everything. Everything's fine. <laughs> Cassette tapes are back in style. Why I, I don't know. And yet, it's not like they offer anything, but just in like a retro thing, like no joke. The Walkman and the whole deal is back because kids just like it's the 1980s or the early 90s, and I'm like, you don't want to relive that hell. You can Trust keep me. The cassettes. Yeah, it was like they sounded like crap, and you had to use a pencil to like fix them when they screwed up. Like, don't. It was the yeah, the pencil was the most important device in the car for when. Oh yeah, you always had a couple had had to be in the floorboards when you're like, oh crap, it started eating the eating the tape, but we got it out in time. It was like, well, where's the pencil? 
So whereas our child uh, yeah. is like CDs, we need a CD player, and I was like, no, we I don't want to time travel today. Yeah, because someone <laughs> got him a Christmas present that had the book like, that came with an accompanying CD, and I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? He's like, I want to listen to it. And we're like, dude, it's not what you think. <laughs> it's porn. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Casey. Can you can you download that CD? online that's gonna <laughs> live stream the cd do you want something um, that's all the music from that was recorded for the audiobooks of if you give a mouse a cookie or the, <laughs> that's what this is. or the if yeah. you give a mouse a cookie okay. universe because there's also the dog the moose the cat the pig mm-hmm. yes that, i do know that there's a bunch of others my car does have a cd player let's get him in my car <laughs> did oh, you yeah. learn did you learn about these from our child was he like Uncle Bob, you have to you have to read me if you give a pig a pancake. No, but I I had ran across them from something else. But okay. uh, well, so, that's even more mysterious. Yeah, what, are you <laughs> from something no. else? Oh. No, uh, I read when I was a kid the 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 roost, uh, if you give, you a, give moose a moose a muffin. muffin. Yeah, and I remember that give a mouse a cookie a moose a muffin. Uh, I don't recall the pig one. Pig a pancake, uh, dog a donut. What's the cat? Yeah, dog is a donut. The cat is a crepe. I don't know. No, a uh, a stone cold stunner. <laughs> cupcake, I, uh, cupcake, cat a cupcake. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. I need to get that one for Zella. She would love it. Cats and cupcakes both. Um, I made a uh, discovery while I was. Uh, trying to clean out to get to a lot of these videos that I'm digitizing. Oh, that, no. That was... Casey, you told us you didn't find any of those yet. Oh, no. I haven't found any of those yet. <laughs> they're, I'm sure they're there somewhere. We're not going to mention. Um, but it was a Berenstain Bears book. <gasps> oh. And I had to double check and make sure I was I, like, is this really... <laughs> I, I could have sworn it was Berenstain. I thought they were Jewish. <laughs> Bernstein Bears. That's what I've always, always heard. <laughs> That's what I've always said it as. So uh, yeah. I refuse to believe that I'm. No, I'm. I'm not. They're, they're, everyone else is wrong. Mm-hmm. I was no, like, I gotta look. It's the children who are wrong. Maybe it was like the show just said its name wrong the whole time. Maybe. Oh yeah. I mean, that's that's a whole. There's a whole movie about Avatar: The Last Airbender where they say the main character's name wrong. <laughs> No, that's, sorry. That's that's fresh in my mind because the new se- the new live yeah. action show came out, and I've been watching it with like butt clenched terror. <laughs> I say I'm hearing middling things about that. Everyone's like, "Well, it's not as bad as the movie," so I'm calling it good. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm falling so far. There are some people who do like the guy playing Sokka actually gives like a pretty pretty solid performance all the time. Hmm. The rest of it's kind of uneven. The, the impression I'm getting is it's the same thing as the Percy Jackson series where they're like, well, it's not as bad as the movie, so we're giving it a pass. Yeah. Anyway, Casey, you found a thing. Uh, the Berenstein Bears or anything yeah. else? Uh, just that the Laserdisc has a 3.2 gig, 3.28 gig capacity. <laughs> what I would like to see is a Laserdisc player out in the open 
that has an arm that drops down for your laser. <laughs> oh yeah, like it's an actual record that it it's... just drops down and just spins and reads you want, the. You want the player exposed so you can see yeah. the disc whipping. How is around. that not a thing? Just because like <laughs> aesthetic land, you know? No, because it would be dangerous. Because dangerous it has to spin so fast. does not matter. Does not matter at all. <laughs> it's not a record, which is you know just like casually Ooh. going around. It is like really producing some RPMs. <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially a belt grinder, uh, belt grinder in there. That's uh, not belt grinder. That's uh, gr- some kind of grinder. Angle, grinder. Angle grinder. Thank you. Uh, that's in there, just spinning a yeah, spinning have, a piece of glass. Have you ever had a CD explode on you while it was spinning? Because imagine a laser disc doing that. <laughs> I have not. But geez. there will be ca- yeah, there will be casualties. <laughs> Uh, 2400 I, RPM. I think that's what the <laughs> oh Russian my. military Yeah. I think that's what the Russian military uses for their uh, uh for a lot of their data storage. I think that's the, the plot of one of the lawnmower man sequels. <laughs> Laser disc explodes and makes the lawnmower man. Uh, I think we may have a topic for this episode. The lawnmower yeah. man. Yeah. Really questioning that right now. <laughs> like, good lord. Uh, yeah, t- uh, we're talking about. Uh, There's another wine episode, guys. I know you're shocked. Uh, In which we'll also it's... say I'm sorry ahead of time on the pronunciations. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's the word for I'm sorry in French? Uh, uh, je suis la jeune vie. Nope, nope, that's I'm a small girl. Uh, I'm sorry, it's all I can say remember. I'm sorry that, in Japanese months. like three ways, so that's that's well, of course, they know how to say I'm sorry a lot. Uh, I surrender, that's that, the French word, yes. Uh, but we were talking about the uh, uh, Alsace region of France and the wines that come there. Uh, it is a region in France that borders Germany and has histor- has a history of uh, changing nationalities several several times. It's almost like there's something there that both of them want, and it's not wine. <laughs> uh, the earliest evidence evidence of viticulture in Alsace dates back back to the ninth century, and. Uh, the wines were famous in the Middle Ages. Uh, so maybe they were trying to fight over it for back then. Uh, but the Alsace uh, produces the most varietal wines, uh, influenced by Germanic traditions, but in a dry, aromatic style. So uh, my mind is trying to grapple this. Influenced by Germanic not- tradition, but in a dry, aromatic style. I've never heard a more... <laughs> A more wine description of something from Germany. There's a uh, last okay. week tonight. I think it's from this week. Oh, no, this week was choice. I wanted to bring it up when we were talking earlier. But I'm like, no, we don't need to get political. But it was I, delicious. I, I was cackling. Oh, it was so funny. But they had a, I think he has a joke in there. It was like, you know, uh, uh, talking about wine where it's like, it's just bad. It's just bad. What do we have? Just think about how they describe it. It's complex. That's just another word for confusing. It's earthy. Uh, earthy. Literally dirt. <laughs> so I'm like, you're not wrong. He's not wrong. 
but when I think of like a German tradition, I just think of like, oh, beer. Full stop. Full stop. Yeah. This is a nice uh, Alsace Dunkel. <laughs> hey, I made my Irish stout today, by the way. Ooh. I'm just oh, trying to get it in time for uh, St. Pat's Day. I would love to get it in time for the concert. I but you got to be open on Sunday get- for it to be ready for the concert. I've been pushing my manager to do it. I'm like, oh, this would be a really good group. I, I saw that. I was like, I'd like just to be in there and maybe. I mean, if nothing else, we can go in there. So you're going to have some thirsty people pre-show and post-show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We may we may and just go I, in there just us. You could maybe and, rope in some semi-famous people. Private bar. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, we shut I, the whole place down. I'll come and serve you before the show. What do you want? Yeah. I was also going to say, like, also, I'd like a burger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, look, I don't know. That's the hard it. part is getting to cook. Yeah. Uh, but uh, back to the episode. An important influence in the history of Alsace wine, again, is the repeated change of nationality in the Alsace region, which has passed from France to Germany <laughs> and vice versa several times throughout history. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's understatement of the century. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, a big reason, uh, 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 Certain countries were mad during World War One. This region and the neighboring Lorraine. They, uh, uh, the Germans got them, and France did not care for that. So I feel like you could have a good bleed over here if you wanted to go back and listen to some of our history of um, uh, when we did our first uh, like in depth series and we talked about oh uh, for the Trappist yeah we for talked all the about, Trappist mm-hmm. uh, go listen to those. Before you listen to this, and that gives you all the primer you need. And it's like, oh, I get their cackling and their inside joke. <laughs> because uh, it turns out that border can make some good wine. Can make some good beer. Make some good beer. May also be hotly contested, <laughs> at least over the centuries, and uh, got shelled a lot. Or straight up robbed, depending on, you know. Who who took power when? It was Napoleon, basically the Napoleon was a monster. It was the DMZ of the Middle Ages, like this, and the Renaissance, and, yeah. and the Enlightenment, and, and the early modern, uh, the uh, uh, beginning of the modern period. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, in early history, the Alsace wine industry, uh, they traded together. Uh, with other German uh, wines, <laughs> with other German wines, see, see, mm. muddying the waters. Is it French? Is it German? Who knows? Uh, anyway, since the Rhine provides a means of transport for the wine, uh, in much of the post-World War II era, wine styles from Alsace and Germany diverged uh, as Alsace remained fully fermented, that is, dry, to a large extent because they were intended to be paired with food. How very French uh, of them. How oh, very French. Well, the Germans went, nine, people get drunk. <laughs> okay. Uh, in the same era, Alsace also experienced a drive to higher quality, which led to the AOC status being awarded 
uh, in recent decades. The difference between, the Als between Alsace and Germany has diminished since German wines have become drier and more powerful. Mm. And by AOC, uh, we're talking about an appellation was given to them. Right. And in the in the Appalachians off time, uh, they're a member of the House of Representatives. <clears throat> so what I see every time I see that. Mm, that's fair. Uh, no comment on any thought of the person. Just. No, that, yeah, I, this, when, yeah. When you have a. Yeah, no, that's fair. I Yeah. Anyway, uh, also, the German wines have become drier and more powerful. Their training is almost complete. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, while Alsace wines have become sweeter, and the late harvest uh, and the late harvest dessert style wines have been, quote, rediscovered, unquote, in Alsace since mm. uh, the VT and SGN designations were introduced in, the, uh, in uh, 1983. Uh <laughs> So I guess there's just like, <laughs> once again, you know what? What if we just muddy these waters again? Just turn this back up and who knows? Who knows what's what anymore? Uh, what about the varietals? I was going to say, let's, let's keep the muddying going. <laughs> so... Mud, mud, wine. Yeah, that's... Not nearly as tasty as it sounds. <laughs> but it's earthy. Mm, yes, literally earthy. earth as, as earth as it you, can get. Speaking of an earthy drink, what's that one that I had in Asheville? I wrote you all about it, but it's like ground up roots. <laughs> I Yum. wicked weed. I don't know. No, uh, sorry. I, somebody I'm... out there that's like screaming at their podcast of, of choice, but like. It's the one where it's it's kind of like the more hip thing that's supposed to have psychoactive psychoactive properties. Um, mm. Sorry, I'm I'm now with like a long beard, a gray floppy hat, and a gray robe. Going, I have no memory of this place. <laughs> Kava. Oh, I've heard. Okay, yes, yes. So yes. talk about Let's earthy. It it looks, tastes, and feels like dirt. It's like gritty. <clears throat> it's mud colored, and it smells and tastes like dirt like mud Yum. like you if you dipped into a, the mud hole it would taste less like a mud hole if you ate a mud pie this would taste less like mud than the than the beer you had cava de tequila yeah that's uh the tequila bar at uh epcot no no not quite i mean it is i wish cava with a c i very much want to book a tasting there where you can have like a professional and I don't know what to call them because I don't know if they have a designation like a tequila expert. What like, is the translation of sommelier in yeah, every other liquid form? A tequila sommelier because they have they have several apparently there on staff and you can book to have a private tasting with them where they they're like no here's the we will lead you through this. And I'm like I want to do that. Uh anywho <laughs> Somalia, By the way, day tequila. Oh. Day uh, tequila. I was just thinking that instead, what you need is uh, uh, if you're having someone guide you down a tequila tasting, down you down a particular path of drink. Uh, every like they should have them at different tables, 
like one one drink is at this table, one drink's at this table, <laughs> and after every drink, you hop up on top the table and just go ba 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 da 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 and just do the the Pee Wee Herman dance. Everyone puts oh. on everyone puts on their gray suit and uh-huh. their oh white, you're, yeah you're you're dressed like that's required clothing for the the, the experience. white platform boots. Yes. Okay, so I found it said the uh, this is one of those cards that came up when I searched, but. The experts who, uh, well, the, okay, the people who are experts in tequila are known as catadores. Catadores. Ooh, catadores. Because of course, they, like everything so just, I, I just keep going back to the Miss Potato Head thing. Like, oh, every, Spanish is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's because it's when Buzz they put him in Spanish mode, and he's like, oh. we remove the cat poop from the litter before we. But he says it in Spanish. <laughs> huh. Right. Anywho. Alsace produces mainly white wines, which is why I've never had it. White, uh, white wine. With seven primary grape varieties. Varietals? Uh, Riesling, Pinot Gris, Pinot Blanc, Gewürztraminer, Muscat, Pinot Noir, and Sylvaner. Sylvaner? Sylvanus. Also, Lady Sylvanus. She would have everyone. It wouldn't be uh, white wine, though. Let's let's be serious. Solder, solder, a turn from the grave now, and regret she's, it. She's she's an elf. She would still drink wine, but it wouldn't be white. Oh no, no, it'd be red. Uh, also, again, I can't see muscat without thinking of going. You know, muscat love. <laughs> I hear muscat. Also, right, one of those words is not is like the others. Gifford's demeanor. <laughs> I was like, one of those is a, mm. is a World of Warcraft uh, paladin. I know. Yeah. A good one. Yeah, fair to Midland. Well, Riesling is <laughs> Riesling is the king of vines in Alsace, producing dry and crisp wines with floral and citrus aromas. Pinot Gris is a rich and full bodied wine with honey and spice notes. Nope. That mm. I, I was gonna say honey and spice, depending on the spice, could be fine. It always loses me with the honey because it makes me think of mead, which is like just way too sweet for me. Oh yeah, mm. that's can't do it. I'm fine. Okay, I was at a meadery like two weeks ago, so I'm fine with that. So no, I was at a meadery. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. Sorry. Oh uh, no, going to a meadery is it's like I was at a sour beer brewery. It's like oh, I went to Urban Artifact. It's like so you went down to the fruit market because <laughs> yes. that's all a meadery is. They're like. We took this like overly sweetened honey thing and mixed a lot of palatable fruit with it. They, yeah, I mean, uh, they have a. Uh, I, I keep laughing. There's a stretch of road in uh, in Nicholas uh, in, Nicholas, in uh, Lexington where you've got uh, uh, Mirror Twin, Mirror and- Twin, Myriad, this meadery. And now uh, uh, Void is closer to them as well. So there's really, no Void has always existed there. With it them. has existed, but it's now closer. It's like moved closer towards. They're all towards within that. stagger distance now. And so we've just joked that one day it's just going to be a brunch. You just make a Sunday out of it. And you go down, you get tacos at El Cid, get a beer, get some mead, and then get some sake and some food truck. There's literally like two parking lots between all of it, and you just need food trucks to all set up in a row right there. There's going to be a barbecue place near uh, <laughs> near the new void too. So of course. honestly, yes. just just eat and drink your heart out down the whole stretch of road. I got real worried. I knew it was coming that they were opening a new location, 
But then I saw the address, and as I'm like typing it in, I'm like, "Where is it? Oh my god! Yeah. How close?" Because the other one's like, "How close is it to?" Yeah, I, I was like, "How far away is it from where it was?" Because it's very conveniently located for us, as in we can mm-hmm. drop our child off at a babysitter and then go there. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, is it too far away?" Where that one? I'm like, "Oh no, it's down the road." Okay, it's yeah. Fine. I will say this: I now know of a better parking parking lot to go to for. Uh, 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 for Void at their new location, which I will not share publicly. Don't. Yeah. Also, that's that's for me Casey, and you guys off the stream. Casey's video keeps going away, and I'm just like, is everything okay? Or He may be pooping. <laughs> it's the cats. It's the sensor when there's a cat anus visible on... That if there was a good use for AI, that's it. <laughs> I was going to say, somebody had to have done that by now, right? Speaking of cats, where the hell are ours? Because they're being they're dead. Like really quiet. I don't, and I don't see them. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry. No, we've been in this thing where uh, Karomi has been stealing Brittany's clothes, and we were just like socks for whatever reason. She was just like grabbing a whole pack of socks that we had just bought. And so I got the also, I got these. They're merino wool, like the Kirkland brand from Costco. Also, they're carrying, amazing. She was just carrying them up. off like they were kittens, like the whole pack. And the whole pack. Was, I hadn't washed them yet. They're just. She's just like these are mine. And then the other night we were in the kitchen after we put Emmett to bed. I know this is a big aside. <laughs> and we hear this sound coming it's down like, the hallway. Shh, we're like, shh. we both just kind of look at each other, going. The fuck is that? And then we look out, out the doorway, out of the kitchen, and just see the cat, not even, just like nonchalantly, not even acknowledge, just walk by, dragging a pair of her <laughs> pants behind it. <laughs> <laughs> and we both were like, "The hell!" And then there, it was like a trail. There was she was dragging the pants, and then there was a shirt, and the other pair of pants. I'm like, "Those were clean." Uh, they were clean. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah. Okay, where the I hell understand. was I? I don't even know. Okay. Uh you are you are at Pinot Blanc. Yes. One of us always is there to note before tangents, which is great. <laughs> uh, Pinot Blanc is a light and refreshing wine with apple and pear flavors. That sounds delightful. Okay, that actually does. Gewürztraminer demeanor is a highly we've done a whole episode on it. It's a highly aromatic and spicy wine with rose and lychee aromas. How do you say it? Lychee or lychee? Lychee. On, on Bluey, they say lychee. Yeah. Okay. Muscat is a fruity... Uh, I mean, I was just like... I know some people say it one way. Others like yeah. say another. Muskrat is a rodent. <laughs> and muscat is a fruity and floral wine. You can be spit out my baba, and I do not appreciate this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't tell what you're drinking from here. Uh with grape and orange blossom aromas. Ooh. Pinot Noir is the only red wine in Alsace. Al- Alsace, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I keep wanting to be like, no, Alsace. No, 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 no that's wrong. Alsace. <laughs> we had to look it up. Uh, producing light and fruity wines. Hey, guess what? We looked something up for this episode. That, that's all we looked up, though. Like, don't, don't. Like, let's, let's pause our, our weirdness. Producing light and fruity wines with cherry and raspberry flavors. Uh, Sylvaner, Sylvaner, pretty sure it, that's not it. Is it Sylvaner? Sylvaner, maybe. Sliv- Just say Sylvanas. Let's S- move on. Slivener. Sylvaner. 
Slivin. <laughs> probably is that actually. <laughs> is a dry and mineral wine with herbal and citrus aromas. Well, that doesn't you sound say good. A, we say herb. Because there's a fucking ancient there. <laughs> check your uh, dress to kill. Uh, I've been using so much dress to kill jokes lately, and no one around me knows what I'm talking about. And it just makes me sad every time. Have you, you made her watch it yet? You're just like, it's a crime that my jokes go unappreciated. In fairness, my girlfriend also does not have the same knowledge of music that I have. It's just a different kind of knowledge of music. That's a hard and thing so, to get like identical to any other person. Right. Unless so I will make I will make my usual song jokes and occasionally just wait for the response. And then it's like, oh, is that a thing? Is that a song that you know? <laughs> yes. No, no, I will not get over the first time we spent time with her. And she's just like, You all are really the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Was it like at brunch we did yeah. that even? There's... I think it. I think it was also like the thing. Uh, uh, I can't. Uh, uh, Ashley had said the same thing because she was just. Yeah. She was talking to her and she just went, "Oh, thank God, you're not one of them." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The hive mind. <laughs> what was it at brunch? That it was something like. Oh God! What what were we talking about? That it was when the server was there and it was something about the food order. And it was like too much of insert name of thing. And without like even thinking, Bob and I apparently were both just like, oh, no. <laughs> and Chelsea's like, ah. So was it that or when me and the server bonded and started talking about Legends of the Hidden Temple? Because yeah. I have a Hawaiian shirt that's Legends of the Hidden Temple. Available on Paramount. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you the full history. Do you know the entire run of Legends of the Hidden Temple was filmed in like two weeks? <laughs> that seems right. Because it also seems like, yeah, no, let's try to kill as many of these kids as we can in as short a time as possible. Because there's only like... I think that was Guts. There's only three... Oh, God, Guts is even better to look up the history of that. Because they're like, Michael O'Malley was just blazed. And it, it was the same thing. It's like, it was all filmed in two days. And Michael O'Malley was just like freebasing in the back. <laughs> Because it was right. just like he knew he's like I'm getting paid two dollars for this whole thing, and they gave me a bag of coke, and he just like <laughs> ripped through it, and we got what we got. <laughs> okay, um, how how's the uh, let's how's get the Alsace production numbers look? Well, let's get to these appellations. So Alsace, uh, this the the straight up Alsace appellation is accounts for seventy four percent of production. The Alsace AOC requires that no less than 100% of the grape variety labeled be used. This is way different than U.S. requirements that only require a mere 75%, unless you're in Oregon. That's why you see a lot of wines in Oregon. There are, not that that's a real knock on quality, but it's they're taking some shortcuts. There are blends uh, well, allowed. Well, they don't see the sun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There are blends allowed in uh, Alsace AOC... But they must be labeled, oh, good Lord. Edelsvicker? I mean, that's what I was about to say, like Edelsvicker. Ed, Edelsvicker. Genteel. <laughs> or a named wine. That's, that, there's, an, there's a hard extreme between Edelsvicker and Genteel. Yeah. <laughs> Edelsvicker's not really Genteel sounding. 
Eldsvicker sounds like something you go to uh, Amsterdam and order in the red light district. It, no, it sounds like the safe word in the red light district that you can't <laughs> say, and you're just constantly being tormented. <laughs> I miss that movie. <laughs> okay, good. I'm not the only one who went there. Just see him what, opening what movie, the little thing of we... the word, and it's like, oh, God. <laughs> what movie are we talking about? I, I don't know. What movie are we talking about? Euro trip. Miss Goosey. Okay. Casey's I need you guys to to focus up. Oh no, I've got a I've got a friend who's in. Was it Euro trip? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Euro. Yeah, I think it's Euro trip. Oh. Well, okay. Well, until recently, Edelsvicker has always been considered a low quality table wine. Our that favorite. Prob- Ouch. I was going to say that probably means it's delicious. Yeah. Uh, the Alsace AOC includes white, rosé, and red wines. Rosés and reds are made with Pinot Noir, in case you didn't know. I mean... If you say red, my mind is just like, it's Pinot. <laughs> like that. From, it could be Cabernet. From, no, when we did the episodes, and they were like, hey, Pinot grapes grow no matter what. It's like, after oh. the nuclear apocalypse, Pinot <laughs> grapes will be left. That'll be... <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, oh shit, they, they survived. Here we are. We're drinking Pinot. Cabernet Sauvignon. The AOC is also allowed uh, to label dessert wines as Vindig... Oh, good Lord. Vindig... Vindigas? Vindigas Dadivs. I don't know. I just took a stab. No idea. Yeah. Vindigas Tardis. (laughs) (laughs) That was the joke I was going to make. I'm... It looks like either a Game of Thrones character name or uh, a spell from Harry Potter. And I'm going to call this is a French phrase. And I'm just going to call it uh, the the noble grains. <laughs> if this is a visual joke that only these three see. Selection de, no- de grands nobles. You tell me that's not what that's saying. No, it's like a selection of noble grains. <laughs> well, there. Noble grains, you have it. <laughs> See a description my of guess, sweet wines below. My guess would be vintage. Because it sounds very close to vintage, which would be maybe mm. a bastardization of the word. Which would be venti. So, uh, vintage tardive, which may be like tardive is fall or, or late in the season or something, or light. Or... I feel like you're on time a and relative space dimension. Uh, time and relative late. Space, uh, time and relative dimensions in space. Tardy, late. That makes sense. Okay, the late vintage. Hmm. So when when you pour harvest, this wine, you he- when you pour this wine, you hear a wow, wow, wow. That sounds and uh, and uh, like and uh, great for your man. It does sound like. Wow. It's like where are we going right now? And oh, uh, a police phone box shows up, and uh, a woman with a grapefruit comes out of it. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully everyone just learns. Look, I've been having weird enough dreams. I do not need this fuel (laughs) right now. (laughs) Hopefully, someone just learns something for from our uninformed tangent, and then Casey's stepping in to be like, "Actually," and pushing the glasses up, (laughs) coming in, going, "Excuse me, the adults are talking." The adult, adult, singular, correct, singular. Uh, It's true. That in Alsace AOC wines, chapitalization, 
is allowed a method where sugar is added to fermentation. <gasps> but many producers, same person, are <laughs> are moving away from this winemaking technique for the reason we gasped. That's why they are moving away from it. All right, uh, our next appellation, the Clement de Alsace, which is 22% of production in the region. Uh, Clement de Alsace is the fastest growing AOC in Alsace. It is a sparkling wine that produces a shockingly good bubbly using the Bouble. same bubble, using the same methods as in Champagne. <laughs> Clement de Alsace is the only AOC that allows local Chardonnay grapes. Ooh, the scandal. However, How most <laughs> however, most of the white brute style bubble bubble is made with Pinot Blanc, Pinot Gris, Pinot Noir, Oxerios. I can't I can never say that. We've talked about it in like four episodes. Oxelwa. Oxelwa. It's probably not the X sound either, but here we are. Yeah. Blended Gris. with Pinot Blanc. It's called Blanc de Blancs. White, <laughs> white, white of whites. White of whites. A Quincy Ocha, a Quincy Ocha. Uh, also, when nobody. I see Pinot Gris, I think of uh, Pinot Grits. <laughs> <laughs> the the slightly amused and slightly disgusted face on Casey is what I was going for there. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, good lord! Okay. I've said that way too much this episode. I'm sorry. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, and Riesling. The rosé wine from this region is a special find because it's 100% Pinot. Noah. I just need to say Pinot. Come on, I'm not, I'm not there's finishing a it. There's a Pinot Grits right there. I'm just, but no, if I say Pinot, you know what I'm saying. I don't. <laughs> the rules, so let's move on to the, the final appellation, or the <laughs> yes. final sub- district of the Appalachian, the Alsace Grand Cru, but it's only 4% of production. The rules change quite a bit for the Alsace Grand Cru, AOC. There are a total of 51 Grand Cru plots, plots total, that are only allowed to use a single variety or blend just for official grape varieties. In Alsace, people commonly refer to the varieties as noble grapes of Alsace, and they are... <laughs> Riesling, Pinot Gris, Muscat, and Gewurztraminer. Oh, look, that's basically the, all the ones we've been talking about. <laughs> the Grand Cru wines of Alsace usually have higher minimum alcohol levels, which require much riper grapes. Because of this, the best sites in Alsace are on the low southern and southeastern facing slopes, where they get the most sun. The Grand Cru's... So Southeastern part of most areas is the best east, best part. <laughs> I mean, visually. Visually. Maybe not culturally. There's the yeah. cats. Oh, he just came up and like stretched and put his paw up on my chest. And I was like, you're not giving me attention. I require that, fe- that fellow uh, tried stepping on me while I, while I hung out with Emmett. Oh, he steps he on just, me in the night. He was just yeah. like on me going, hmm, you seem like a place I could sleep. He's like 2 a.m. and he's like, I need love. 
So he like <laughs> steps on my throat <laughs> and is like, you can't breathe until you give me love. And I, I looked at him and just went, I don't think you understand. I'm a dog person. <laughs> well, the grand crews of Alsace are rich, honeyed, even if they are dry and age worthy collectors remark at the smoky notes of these fine wines as they age. Mm, of the grand, of the Grand Cruz, Zalzenberg in the Basrin is the only one with an allowed. Oh, good. Oh. This sentence is terrible. Zalzenberg Baren with the only one allowed with Zivane wine with a particularly large vineyard close to 40 acres. Uh, there's also a plot of Pinot, which can be classified as an Alsace Grand Can't. Cru. Can't. Uh, Can't. Grease, Can't. Blanc, Pinot Noir. I'm oh. just, I'm being difficult. I'm sorry. Going to backhand you. We're, we're aware. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> also, I feel like I have the shortest section, and I'm like, you know, it's, for, it's, well, it's, my, fairness, it's my thing for like. Were, in fairness, I, these were colored, and then things were added. That's true. Okay, yeah. Uh yeah. So, uh also And also there's a lot of spacing in the next section, so Yeah, I don't know why that happened like that. I don't remember <laughs> doing that, but that doesn't mean anything at all. So, uh also is the only French wine region to label its wines by grape variety. That's weird. Rather than by place. I mean, that's fair. Champagne. Yeah. Champagne. Uh, and they're like, "No. Uh, other regions as well. We've <laughs> yeah. talked about them." I just can't think of them. Is Burgundy in France? Burgundy. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, Burgundy. Um, Alsace also uses the traditional green flute bottles, which are also popular in Germany. Uh, Alsace uh, has 13 different soil types. God, I didn't know there was a thing. Uh, which contribute to the diversity and complexity of its wines. Alsace is the... By the way, this is the miscellaneous facts thing. Um, all of these will make uh, more sense and also not, no sense at all once I explain what this is com- what this came from. Uh, Alsace is the leading producer of biodynamic and organic wines in France with over 15% of its vineyards certified. Alsace is famous for its late harvest and dessert wines, which are labeled as that word that we said earlier. <laughs> the Vendage Tardis. Or a selection de Grand Nobel. <laughs> the, the, the vintage TARDIS. <laughs> the, the vintage TARDIS and the selection of Grand Noble things, grains. Uh, the grape variety Pinot Gris is believed to have been taken to Hungary in the 14th century, where it was named... <clears throat> you thought the words were bad before. I know. There's umlauts in this. <laughs> Sir... Gabara. That We'll put that Look, in the you notes. Just, um, it's say, you just you just speak through it with confidence and no one will care. Uh it's further believed to have been brought back to Alsace by General Lazarus von Schwendi. That is that is, that is a combination biggest. of the most German and least German things <laughs> names I've ever seen. Uh, after his campaign against the Turks in the 16th century. It's an episode of Rick and Morty, right? <laughs> uh, it was planted in Kindstime under the name Toke, taken Toke. from Hungary. 
<laughs> I was like, George Takei? No, it's not the same at all. Uh, taken from Hungary's most famous wine, uh, Tokaji, which does not use Pinot Gris, but rather ferment and... Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, Brittany. Brittany, guess what section I found to add in here? Yeah. For a long time, the Alsatian wines produced from from the variety were labeled uh, Toque d'Alsace. However, in 1993, an agreement was reached between Hungary and the European Union of which Hungary was not yet a member, to phase out the name Toke from non-Hungarian wine. In the case of Alsace, the name Toke Pinot Gris was used as an immediate or intermediate step with the Toke part eliminated in 2007. Hmm. Uh, also, uh, Tokaji uh, looks much more like it's a Japanese word than I Hungarian. know. That messed me up. <laughs> Everything I, I look at now, I'm it. like... Looking like learning Japanese, I'm just like, wait, that's not. Hold on. <laughs> Do you, Brittany, can you guess what just ran through my head with your last sentence? The second I said it, yes, I know what's in your head right now. <laughs> that I think you're learning Japanese. I think you're learning Japanese. I really think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I got I got the song directly in there as soon as as soon as the words exited my mouth. <laughs> okay, same just person. <laughs> same person. Casey. Tokay. Tokay. Also, the Tokay thing makes me think of, like, Scott recently saying, like, the, the zombie prince. He has had a special on in the store, and oh, he did yeah. one of George Decay. Hey, I, I was just listening at TMS yeah. where he was talking about that was coming out, because yeah. I'm, like, a month behind at all times. You all keep saying Tokay, and I keep thinking, because that's... Uh, one one Tokay yeah. over the line. Tokay is the... Uh, it's the name of the Polish descendant uh, singer-songwriter of uh, formerly Catch-22, but now Streetlight Manifesto and perfectionist ska-punk uh, singer-songwriter. That's this, that's, that may be the most random factoid we've had tonight. Well, <laughs> no. Um, so speaking of TMS, Brian did a whole episode of... Well, he did a... Maybe he still does the show. Whatever it was where he just does like it's an in-depth look at a single singer Oh, the thing with oh. Hammond? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he where still they, does it. They go through the entire catalog yeah, of a single artist and like dissect it all. And they did one for Toke. And it was just like, no, the dude is like a musical genius. But he's... That's like his downfall. He's a perfectionist so much so that he never sticks with like any band. Like he just keeps reassembling people, and so much so that he's re-recorded the same album like four times, <laughs> and is still not satisfied with it. But yeah, anyway, uh, it's okay. But by, by the way, real quick, this reminded me of a different random uh, fact my girlfriend taught me today. Uh, uh, the the frontman for the band Toto is joseph williams who's john williams yep john williams son and the uh man who sang adult simba in the lion king yep huh <laughs> she's like did you know this I'm like i knew one of these facts not both huh. anyway 
Which makes okay, me think then. of Africa it's okay. in a probably different way. With the, okay. You see John Williams up there conducting. Alsus. <laughs> All the ways that we could say it. None are wrong except for that one. I'll say us. I'll say us. Amen. Alsus <laughs> wine is a diverse and versatile wine region that produces mainly white wines with seven primary grape varieties. Each variety has its own characteristics and food pairings, depending on the style and sweetness of the wine. So here's some general guidelines for pairing Alsace wines with food. Riesling. Fish. Always fish. It's a white, right? Always. Different kinds of fish. Different fish have different flavors? I've been lied to. You just need to eat more fish. I really do. (laughs) Uh, this dry, crisp, and aromatic wine pairs well with dishes that have a pronounced flavor. You're looking at seafood, shellfish, smoked fish, uh, chocrut. Chocut. I, 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 I thought that was about to say charcuterie. Uh, and I went, and I was like, that's that's not what that word says. Um, it's like a mixture of charcuterie and crudite. So maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Charcuterie and croutons. It's it's uh it's meat on bread. Yeah. Oh, it's it's an open face sandwich. Has nobody looked this up? We have to see no, what this is not. now. Why would we have looked this up? <laughs> also the listing of foods there. I'm just like, yeah, goat cheese. I want all of those things right now. It's uh, it, it's weenies and sauerkraut. Yeah, I was gonna say like this 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 is German food. Uh, yeah. uh, right also, next to smoked fish, and you're like, "Yeah, all right." Well, look, it 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 pairs well with sushi. Can we have a riesling and sushi night? Ooh. Mm. I will have an anything in sushi night. I do not. Mm. Yes, <gasps> I need sushi. Hey, get boats of sushi. We could be admirals. <gasps> oh, we should go to wabi sabi. Sorry. Let's do it. Um, do you know this reminds me tangent here. Uh, you're, ah, you're Casey's allowed. with us now. <laughs> one of us. One of us. This reminds me of you remember Dignation, I'm sure, Bob, right? Yes. There is an episode that lives rip free in my mind, or at least there's part of an episode that lives rip free in my mind every time I go to Costco. Because Costco seemed like this West Coast, really foreign type of thing that was very special. Until yeah. Well, and then we started getting them on the side. It's, yeah, that's it's still I mean. special, yeah. just not not the same. Um but there's an episode where Kevin Rose? Yes. Yes. Um, like starts talking about where they should go eat after the show. And Brittany, it's it was very much like the let's go eat here, let's have this, like the conversation they were having during the podcast. Um, but the place he was talking about was like, let's go get Costco pizza. Like Costco pizza's the best. And I was like, Costco pizza's gotta be the best. But it's it's like it's okay. It's just pizza. <laughs> so it's amazing when you get done shopping at Costco and you're like, Yes, pizza. I found a shirt. <laughs> Uh, because again, the algorithm knows me that was delivered to, to my eyeballs and says, I got that dog in me. And it's just a picture of the hot dog from the Costco menu. And I'm like, yeah, I do that, not. I've not had anything from Costco. That quarter pound oh. dog. is That's so me. unfortunate. I, I don't want to, I don't want to navigate their parking lot. It is madness and chaos and people are every which way where you live i get that yeah the lexington one that's everyone goes oh it's the best one like no it's dog shit it's like way overcrowded and not Mm -hmm. laid out a literal nightmare yeah i was like no ours everyone's like oh it's so small it's like 
it's maybe an eighth less of the size and has like an eighth of the people you can yeah. go in and leisurely browse and <laughs> well if you all want to join us the plan is we we make our costco plans like weeks in advance next weekend i believe we'll be in costco in lexington if we want to make a can i just can i just hang out i think you're allowed and we'll okay. get you a hot dog from the costco deli <gasps> it's a whole buck 50 <laughs> yeah. with a drink really if i'm not mistaken yep mm. Then, 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 can we go to uh, uh, IKEA so I can get meatballs? There's not one in Lexington. Okay, y'all just, need to have go. a day, honestly. When you, everybody, all, we all just come up here. The kids will have fun in the kids section. Emmett may or may not eat real food. Uh, it's gonna be great. Like we'll just go to IKEA. Sushi and Riesling. <laughs> Sushi and Riesling. That's uh, and IKEA. And IKEA. I oddly like the the um, veggie meatballs from IKEA. Mm, yeah, they are. That sounds weird, good. but like, yeah, those are delicious. That's the only meatballs of theirs that I've actually had are the veggie ones. Hmm. So good. I haven't had any, so I've never seen an IKEA. Why? Why don't we do like the snack around the world, and we go from Japan to Sweden to I don't know to America, whatever Costco. Oh is. my God! We should. Okay, they just opened a Japanese convenience store in Cincinnati. What? Yeah. At work, they sh- they shared it initially, and then when when I got home, Chris was like, "Did you know they just?" I was like, "Oh my god, this is a sign." <laughs> how how, how do they have vending machines, and how many panties are in them? I'm looking this up. <laughs> well, while she's looking that up, Casey, tell me about Pinot Gris. Pinot Gris, and I never how, did how, like it. Is it really? Is it like Pinot Grigio, but just they they think they're cool, or is it, it like yes, or is it grits? I'm so always confused with Pinot Gris. Chris, would you be down if it was Pinot Grits? Probably. I mean, yeah. If I could get that at Waffle House. I'd like some, I'd like some good cheesy Pinot Grits, please. No, I, I don't do cheesy I don't grits. I do buttered. Oh, okay. To each their own. <laughs> so much for losing that tangent we got two words i there. i was trying <laughs> then i got distracted i saw by him grits. trying to write that ship and came in i was like no <laughs> it's my fault i i threw it to to casey and then immediately threw it to you i <laughs> i'm a monster tossing this around pinot grease is a rich and full-body wine that pairs well with dishes with a creamy or buttery texture such as white meat poultry uh foie gras, mushroom dishes cheese and fruit desserts I could see that. Although the Pinot Grigio tends to be more, well, I guess it is cutting. It's the food that's creamy and buttery. Yeah. All right. Gewürztraminer is a highly aromatic and spicy wine that pairs well with dishes that have exotic flavors. (laughs) Never mind. Such as Asian, Indian, Moroccan, and Mexican cuisines, as well as cheese, especially Munster and fruit dessert. And a Zirep Pelle. There we go. There you go. I didn't know who was it thought. I thought that was Brittany typing it in. I was like, well, I have nope. to say it now. But... No, it's me. It's it's just uh, me testing the Ron Burgundy limits and how fast I can type while you're. Yeah, I waited on it. Like I waited on the problem. I, I I had started and I was just like, okay, maybe I can get done. I was like, and a red pally. Nope, nope, it's too slow. I thought this was going to be something about rats because the next one up is muscat. Muscat love or muscat. I don't know. We'll we'll go either way. Muskrat. Muskrat. Uh, Fruity floral wine. 
pairs well with dishes that have a fresh and light flavor, such as salads, asparagus, artichokes, melon, and sorbet. I knew melon was going to be on there. I was up at salads, and I was like, where's melon? Show me melon. There's going to be melon on this list. <laughs> Survey says. Ding, ding, ding. Pinot Blanc. Pinot Blanc is a light and refreshing wine that pairs well with dishes that have a delicate and simple flavor, such as basic fish, seafood, quiche, onion tart, and some fresh cheeses. Onion tart sounds disgusting. Would not call that delicate. <laughs> it's like, would you like an onion in a tart? No, no, thank you. That was a delicate fart, Jerry. <laughs> Sylvaner, uh, I think. Lady it's a dry and minerally wine that pairs well with dishes that have an herbal and citrus flavor, such as salads, green vegetables, fish, and seafood. I think I would like this. I like minerally wines. Uh, does it? Does it pair well with collard greens? Probably not. Probably not. I don't think many things pair well with collard greens. I mean, you could, it would be a white. If I were to pair something with a collard green, it would be a white, but it would probably be like Muscadine wine or something. <laughs> Sorry, this is now a question I'm going to have to give my father at some point. Dad, what would you pair? What kind of wine would you pair with collard greens? Oh. A red of some kind, I think. Really? See, I think, I think white. You want something like light to kind of, you know, balance out with that. I'm so thinking you, acidity. Okay, so you Ooh, know what? What yeah. messes me up? I am never a collard greens person. That's the thing that everybody always goes on about. I like mustard greens. Ooh. That's what I grew up on. And I'm like, oh, mustard greens. Um, Prosecco. Ooh. Ooh. Not okay. okay. Um, so. You're a fan of when I heal you and, and wow, while <laughs> drunk on Prosecco, Brittany. I don't want to hear it. We need to play again, but only no. like set limits. <laughs> um, our kids set limits on our end. Bob, your girlfriend would set limits. It's just the way things go. That um, is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, well, hold on. Tangent. Uh, I think it's the acidity from like on collard greens. You got to have a little bit of vinegar. Mm -hmm. And so the acidity of white wine would make sense. Because I could do like white wine vinegar instead of distilled vinegar on there. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pinot Noir, it's a light and fruity wine, pairs well with dishes that have a savory or smoky flavor, such as charcuterie. That's the real charcuterie word. Grilled meats, poultries, and cheeses. I can see Pinot Noir with collard greens as well, maybe, mm. if, we were, if we were in the red world, because it's a light red. K uh, Casey, what, what, it's a red? It's a, it's a red, red wine? Red, red wine. Red, red wine. It makes me feel so fine. Make me happy all of the time. Okay. I'm, I'm good now. Yeah, so I guess that's the episode. Um, we <laughs> should move on to what we're drinking. I bet you it's not wine. Maybe Casey. Sparkling mm. Muscatel, one of the finest wines of Idaho. Uh, would you taste it for us, please? <clears throat> Excellent choice. Should be for 95 cents. It's, it's never old. It's never. never. It's my, it's 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 perhaps my favorite moment of the Muppet movie, and every last second of that movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Chris, Brittany, is there anything left of what we're drinking, or is it gone? It's all gone. Oh. It's all gone. Well, well what did okay, we start with? The first one, yeah, the first one was. Uh, also, I love the art on the first one. It's a collab between Three Floyd's and Bells. 
And it was only available at the Bell's eccentric cafe. Mm -hmm. So uh, not that we have a a hookup that lives. (laughs) May or may not have lived in this previous abode. What do you mean previous? Or this, this, yeah. Your current abode previously lived in this current abode. I have been drinking. Um, Yeah. So brewed and bottled by Bell's, uh, but it is a collaboration from last year, actually. Uh, between Bells and Three Floyds. Uh, it and it is a it says collaboration ale, but it's it labeled as an IPA. Um, which I think that that yes tracks that, that does like track. with the taste. I'm saying I'm thinking like my next beer that I've got coming up. Um, is I really don't it like I'm not to the bottom of my grain stash from the last order. And I haven't made my next order yet. So I'm like, what can I throw together that's in this room to make a beer? <laughs> and so I've, I've come upon, I'm going to do like semi-pellel, but make it hazy at the same time. Um, so it's going to be like lower ABB, like five and a half or something. Because um, okay. that's about all the grain that I got. Um, but along with that, I'm going to use a kvik yeast or kvike yeast, um, which is a yeast that ferments at 90 to 104 degrees. And uh, in that temperature range, it produces citrusy flavors that are great for New England style IPAs. Nice. I'm also going to hop it with a brew one hop, I think it is, which has pineapple flavor to it, Mm. kind of a pineapple flavor, and put in pineapple straight puree and call this one Pineapple Express. As I was going to say, if you're not calling it the Pineapple Express, then... Well, especially the Express part because of the, like, oh, it's done in three days. Yeah. Because it ferments at mm. 104 degrees. It was a pineapple puree. It's mm. the kind that you find at a second-hand store. So, this is where creativity comes in when you're down to the last items in the pantry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will say for this IPA... It is not what you expect when you see three Floyds and bells on the label. You are expect like you hear that and you're like, oh god, I'm getting ready to lick a pine cone. Yeah, it's not a it's there's it is yeah. like it, it's not bitter at all. If there's no hop. I like, would nearly go craziness. back to saying like brute IPA when that was like the flash in the pan craze. That's almost what I would call this thing. It was flash, a very quick flash in the pan. That yeah, thank God. But mm. it was just like. It was all West Coast. Like the Brood IPA thing was like a two year thing in the West Coast, but here, yeah, we hated it. But yeah, yeah, I would, it was nearly akin to that. I was just like, wow, this has none of the, what I would consider Three Floyds or Bell's character. So it's like they came together and like, let's, let's give this a shot. And now they're like, nope, let's, let's keep doing what we always do. They just went, let's get weird. Let's get funky. Not selling. <laughs> let's get weird and not funky. Yeah, fair. And then the other thing we had Gonna get was funky, awesome. Funky, funky, funky. Yes, we had the afternoon snacks, Baba Yaga. Ooh, I was wondering which one you're gonna break into first. Aged in four roses, uh barrels, Imperial Stout with granola, cacao nibs, coconut, and cinnamon sticks. Ooh, Casey, I had a thought. I have leftover Baba. You mean to bring bring a bottle or so down for uh for this week, yeah. this coming weekend, and yeah. we can at least enjoy a little bit before we walk over and wait. Yeah, for sure. Or just post show drink. I can get us some walking cups. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, as long as it's in that cup, you can have it 
downtown. Okay. Like uh, outside. We'll we'll discuss this later. But uh, afternoon snacks, uh, they they had that as like a specialty, like last minute one at uh, well not last minute, but like an addition one like a couple years ago. They brought it back this year, and I was like, I am excited for some of these. What'd you guys think? Delicious. Loved it. Have we I had mean, a bad Baba though? Like, there really? is no bad Baba, nope. and that is why that is why the brewer up there stresses every year about this because he's not failed yet and it is <laughs> that's fair very intense and i'm just like buddy it's fine you know what you could do bring back old ones yeah because i'm not gonna be mad so the hawaiian should not have been good that's what that's one shouldn't I- have been i had one that was like so many years old a couple uh like a month or two back still slaps it should not have aged and it aged very well. It's just like it defies all logic. He, oh, I, I yeah, Brent, uh, the the brewer up there, Brandon, does a fantastic job. I I sing his praises all the time, and it's not just Baba. A lot of his beer is just absolutely fantastic. I will say, my mother uh, couldn't remember one of their beers she was serving, and was just like. I don't know. She's like, we got to try them all before, so we knew what we were serving. And she's like, and I loved this one. She's like, it was absolutely great. She's like, I couldn't tell you what it was called, but it was fantastic. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah. But Afternoon Snacks is great. Uh, uh, Casey, do you want to hear all the variants I brought down to them? Let's hear it. There's Afternoon Snacks. They're obviously Base Baba. There was... uh, 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 Chocolate and sea salt, which is the one. Chocolate and sea salt. That's the which is, the goat. Yeah, it's one of my absolute. It's it's a number of people's absolute favorites. Uh, and there's a fourth one. I can't think of what it's called. Uh, I'd go to the fridge and look, but that's all the it, way over there. Yeah, uh, I will say they also had a special and uh, ancient Baba that was like three years old. They found a bottle. That had they had found a barrel that had been sitting around for three years, <laughs> aging, and they just went, "All right, toss toss it out. Let's see how it goes." And they went, "This is servable. Let's let's sell it." And I it, remember when Braxton did the exact same thing, and the, mm-hmm. their their idea was, "Let's just market the hell out of this and put it in a nice wooden box and upsell it." <laughs> They didn't put it in a big wooden box. They did put it in a full full bomber, though. Uh, they sold it they, as a special as like the year one because they had changed the recipe since then. But I will say this. Baba ages well. Brewer straight up says, I've done your aging. Don't worry about it. Drink it now. This is how I want it to be. And so I'm making sure that all of my Baba goes away within the next few months. When I have time to drink. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, sorry, I got excited because I knew you guys were drinking Baba. <laughs> well, speaking of getting excited, what are you drinking? Well, I am drinking another friend of mine's brewery because tonight is the Lexington Brewing episode. Um, <laughs> apparently, uh, no, I've got uh, some Appel Duvide from Void Saki. They put this out uh, near the end of the year. I had a New Year's. It is their uh, uh, sparkling sake. Uh, it, uh, I believe they use like a champagne yeast in it. 
I might be wrong on that. I'd have to double check with someone. Uh, but it is is a nice uh, effervescent uh, uh, sake and with a little bit of like a kind of like an apple flavor in it. It's it's very tasty. It's about 15% alcohol. It's why also in this episode I've been drinking water at the same time because I don't want to wake up hungover tomorrow. <laughs> Noble decision. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> but very tasty, very good. I've talked about it before, so it's fine. Casey, what have you had? I have had two things. Um, number one, I started off when we were talking about wine. I looked back, I was like, I know I haven't got any bottles of wine, but I did have a bottle of port. So I was able to do a little bit of like a desserty style wine there. My. Uh, and then you started talking about mead, and I was like, I've got a mead back there that I've been sitting on for like four and a half years now. So, good um, lord. Yeah, it's been like four and a half, five years when I, since I made it. So, mm. um, it's been aging and it's calmed down all. I mean, it's calmed down from whenever it went in fresh. I don't know what point along those four or five years it went, mm. but um, it's no longer like hot. The alcohol flavors have all kind of dissipated, but the cork also like cemented inside the bottle. <laughs> like I, I was over here I, I could not get it out like it would not budge so that I, explains, I saw you fighting with it and I was like what is going on over there that explains the construction crew and the jackhammering we heard earlier <laughs> like, there wasn't a piece of cork larger than probably a pea that came out at the end of the whole oh, thing geez. <laughs> like I know cork is, is, is good to use but I'm like mm mm well, I've got another one around here somewhere that's the synthetic, and it was even worse. I, I just stopped oh. and gave up on that one, and we found one with a natural cork. <laughs> well, okay. I can pull that one apart. <sighs> yes. So that's what I've been drinking. Well, Today's well. episode, though, that you've been drinking, too, has been written by Brittany herself. Hey. Using sources from Alsace region, wine region, a guide for enthusiasts. Even though she considers her more of herself more of an expert than an enthusiast, but we're not going to judge her there. Um, and then also Wikipedia, also it's wines page. Uh, and then okay, so those well, I added the first one. Whoever I think Bob probably added the second one. Oh, uh, the Brittany doesn't quote Wikipedia. Oh, that's not true at all. Uh, but primarily though, the episode was written by Microsoft Copilot, aka G- <laughs> GPT four. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because, but, and the funniest part beforehand is I was like, I don't know, let's see what, what I really need to say to it to like help me out here. And I was like, write a podcast script for, (laughs) and I was like, this worked too well. Obviously I need to reword this because it literally wrote like a a fictional, like a script, like names of people and like the whole nine, like. Hey there, listener. Like it's a oh, whole yeah. situation, and I'm like, okay, so not the way we need to go. Did it write inappropriate jokes as well? Was it? Did it have to cut in? There was more like like painful jokes. Like it was. Oh, so, so my jokes. Yeah. Well, and it was really short, so it wasn't you know. But uh, it, it, it that was great. Um, but yeah, I think eventually I had to be like. I don't remember what form I had to put it in, but it was like the form of a a news article, but like do it in this. And like, I had to, you had to get really specific. That's the thing. Like any of these AI sources, you have to be like, okay. 
form of be in this format with and this long and make things not dry, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, form of a oh, uh, a tidal wave, <laughs> shape of a yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a bald eagle, <laughs> essentially. Um, but yeah, I thought. I, otherwise, I think it did pretty well, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you can. Um, oh, oh, that's that's okay. not my you line can, at all. Here we you are. can no. subscribe and get some great resources. Yeah, absolutely, Brittany, yeah. at haveadrinkshow.com or follow us at Have a Drink Show on social media and twitch.tv. I knew you knew that. The Baba strikes again. It 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 makes you colorblind. I say, who you shit their it. pants? <laughs> Uh, you can tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. Use the email address feedback at haveadrinkshow.com. Uh, do not uh, inscribe your questions in feces in your car. We will not be able to read that. Very uh, specific. But you can use the feedback page on the website. All joking and fun, or all joking and pants shitting aside, we like to remind <laughs> everyone please drink responsibly, especially at Baba Day. They are. Three years that are feces free <laughs> so far. Uh, so, uh, yes, check us out. Uh, I guess in this instance, next month, uh, for the March episode, I can't remember when exactly we have that scheduled, but yes, check, check us out next things. month and hopefully soon some, some social like videos that we hope to post and we still haven't done that. Um, and, our story, our story is still uh, going. We had some issues with the um, the domain for whatever reason, but like it is still live. So if you just if you go to the website and then go to the store link, still worked fine. Um, the The domain was just giving us some some grief for some reason on haveadrinkstore.com. dot com. Um, they tend to do that when we don't pay them. <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was after that even. Like I was like, what what's happening right now? Um, but yeah, so once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. I'm Christopher Walker. And I'm Casey Price. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. This is nobody made in Chicago. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> Chicago what, Casey? Chicago Sunroof. Better call oh. Saul. <laughs>